this shit up. special episode of Hashtag Questions on PBS. This is CNN. I don't, I don't, I don't know what Fox News sounds like. I was going to do that, but I, crazy theory, crazy theory. Yay, president. Colin asking for a friend. My name is Trey. My name is Brandon. I couldn't do like the James Earl Jones, the the Darth Vader. Yeah, the man. Of- not intentionally. I, I breathe like that normally, but yeah, I try not to get that recorded on the podcast. Well, we're not. Uh, we 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 may have had a suggestion that uh, you do more impersonations, so might have to work on that. Um, what's up, man? This is a special episode, special day for us uh, when we could spend so much time together. Yep, and I just saw you last night too. You. Did? Brandon and I went to an acapella concert together. Did you like how I said that? An acapella concert together. Yeah, it wasn't weird at all. Country. Yeah. That's well, true. to be fair, we were taking our respective ladies. It's weird that your seat was empty. Well, I am my. You did have your right hand in the seat the entire time, so I guess it makes sense. Second favorite gal. <laughs> Um, Her name's Angela. Is that <laughs> is that why you want to fist bump me when we say goodbye? Yeah, but I, like I, st- I, st- I stuck my hand out. I'm like, dude, I'll see you later, man. It's weird. We've never touched hands before, and you pick yesterday to start, dude. We we've, we've touched before, not consensually. <laughs> and with that, um, we've got a very special opening track for everybody. This like. I knew this song back in the day, but then somehow I rediscovered it. Actually, Brandon turned me on to it at the beginning of this season. Like, holy shit, dude. This song is dope. It's lit. It's on fire with a P. Is that even a thing? A P-H-I-R-E? I'm going to make it a thing. It's not fast. It's pretty fire. hot. Fire? Not fire. With a P-H. Yeah, sure. That Why not? Fire. Fire. Um, and I, we kind of alluded to why well, I kind of spoiler alerted it a couple weeks ago, but uh, this song to the tune of Graduation. Um, there's a there's a subtitle to that, and I don't remember what it is. What is it? Pretty sure it's Friends Forever. Friends Forever uh, by Vitamin C, the orange haired um, beauty. Oh, she doesn't. Who tastes disgusting if you mix her with toothpaste? Why would you ever do that? I don't know. Okay, well, take it away, Vite. I'm sure that's what she calls herself. Probably. All her friends call her Vite, or if you're British, Vit. 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 Vitamin C. Vitamin C. Enjoy. Or else. Welcome to the final podcast of season two of Asking for a Friend. You know how we do. It's been quite the journey, one heck of a ride. 
answering all the questions with joy and pride but when we leave this year we won't be coming back to 2019 with a different hashtag pack and if you got something that you need to say you better tweet at us right now because you don't have another day because we're taking a break and we can't slow down might listen to an oldie when i'm heading out of town and i keep thinking of that first episode 49 tries later it gets better i'm told and there was me and you and then we got real cool staying in the studio recording these for you we got so excited we get so scared laughing at ourselves because we just don't care and this is how it feels hashtag questions we remember all the last we had together and as our tweets change from whatever we will still be Hashtag questions. So if you blocked us, no big deal, and we still haven't made any money. When we look back now, will our jokes still be funny? Will we still be out tweeting and bearing our souls? Will Brandon keep on saying, Oh, the twinkle in our eyes, stay bright, but get dimmer. Can Trace start being braves when he's pronouncing prayer? My keep, keep thinking that it's not goodbye. We'll be back soon unless one of us dies. It's fucking dark, man. I know, and this is how it feels. Hashtag questions. We remember all the great guests we had together. And as our lives change from whatever, we will still be. Hashtag questions. La 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 don't remember this video but i think that's how it goes dude all i remember about this video is she's freaking hot yeah she's out in the sun all day gotta get that vitamin c i'm pretty sure that's e no i'll give her my vitamin c there it is i can't say d we think about tomorrow like we think about now can we survive it out there can we make it somehow somehow i guess i thought this would never end and suddenly it looks like we're men and men Will the past be a shadow that will follow us around? Will these memories fade when we set the mics down? I keep, I keep thinking that it's not goodbye Keep on thinking that it's time to fly Hashtag questions Ooh. We remember We remember All the good times we had together Ooh. As our lives change from whatever, from whatever we will still be. Hashtag questions.
As we go on, as we go on, we remember yeah. all the podcasts we Ooh. had together. Yeah. And as our lives change from whatever, from whatever, we will still be. Hashtag questions questions go on. on. We remember past the weird moments (laughs) we had together. And as our lives change from whatever, we will still still remember friends forever. Hashtag you can't hold a note like this. So that was the most production value we've ever put. How long did we just spend doing that? A solid forty-five minutes. And the way you, you, you'd think that you know, guys like us, you know. Hiding behind mics would exaggerate, and we do exaggerate quite a bit. We're very. What are you talking about? I am six foot nine. We're very hyperbolic, um, but no, that took a long time. But I think the quality's there. You can't you can't rush masterpieces. You can as yeah. PBS, right? Got to get that funding. So call now, eight six seven five three zero nine. Like as for Ginny, I was th- I was thinking like that. The song doesn't work anymore. You can't just dial a number without an area code anymore. No, it's definitely five 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 eight six seven five three zero nine or three one two eight. I don't think there's. A, is there a five 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 area code? There may no, be. I don't I know. Don't think so. Probably not. Gotta get that six one four. Out the dough. Brent and I have been friends for so long. How long has it been? Friends forever. See, I did not see that coming. That was, that was good, man. I'm glad I came up yeah. with that. You are so smart. Episode 50. Holy fucking titties, man. That is the golden episode. It is. Like the girls and the showers. Isn't that when you're supposed to buy like uh, gold for your anniversary in 50 years? Yep. Uh, so where's it at? When the, when's the diamond? Is that 75? Uh, yeah. Because if you make the 75, it's might as well have been forever. Dude, can you imagine? Like, in, in um, how many months is 25 weeks? I mean, it's half a year. About so six. And we're, we're, we're starting. Six some change. Yeah, we're starting back up in January. So next ne- our next season finale will be in fucking June, man. It's the quarter quell. It's the quarter quell. One quel. of us will have to die <laughs> to be crowned champion. That's, that sounds good. Um, or we can rap battle it out. I don't know. I think you and you and you and Zan should should fight to the to the gills. Is that is that a, is that a saying? Fight to the gills. I feel like the yeah, saying. Yeah, to our. But I don't know what it means. Up to our necks where we breathe water. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Thank you for listening for the past. I don't know. One, two episodes. Forty-nine episodes. It if you listen to all fifty, then kudos to you. Yeah, uh, seriously, I I know Brandon hates me when I say this, but just go ahead and skip the first twenty-five, or at least until Brandon gets a mic. And I don't remember what episode that I was. I like. I still think Christmas is a solid episode. Yeah, maybe we'll tweet it back out there because it was it was fun, it was new, it was fresh, but the people had trouble hearing you because we were cut, we were literally inches from each other trying to cuddle around the same mic. Did not enjoy the prolonged eye contact 
at all. I mean, it is an omnidirectional mic, but it's people, you were a lot quieter back then. You came out of your shell. Yep. Call me the peanut M&M. Cause I'm a nut. Peanuts aren't that, nuts. Well, they're, they're, they are legumes. Thank you, Dr. Science. <laughs> oh, this is cool it, man. Name. This is it. So um, we this is us. are taking a uh, hiatus, as it's called in the biz. Sabbatical. Uh, this is the last, well, no, I should, this is the last official episode you're going to hear until uh, January 6th. January 6th is when we're back with season three. Uh, we'll probably have some 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 freshies and some goodies and some boni um, in between now and then. Actually, we will, because we literally just recorded some stuff, so I don't know when it's going to come out. It's probably not going to be a Sunday, so you're just going to have to stay tuned and keep an eye on those pod players. Have you seen that movie yet? No, not yet. I need you're to. It's on my list, it. man. It's on my list. It's on my okay. list. It's on my list, my guy. Um, so there's been a, you know, we've grown a lot. We've matured. Uh, we've become... Yeah different people i don't know if i'd say better or worse probably the latter um but we've got a lot of people to thank for that and so as we go on as we go on and stay friends forever um before we get into we haven't really delved into what this episode's about but we've got some people to thank so first and foremost fan number uh, 100 i don't know how to say 100 in spanish uno hundred hondero is that, that how it goes? Not sound that right. sounds good. Uno Hondero. I'm just going to say that. How do you say 100 in Spanish? I don't know, man. Uh, Zandretha. You've been there through thick and thin, loose and tight. Um, That's not a saying. It's not. I just made it one. We appreciate you. We appreciate the fuck out of you. Um, and actually, even though you beat me in the rap battle, you know, you quote, you, quote, you quote unquote beat me in the rap battle, um, we still appreciate you and you appreciate you listening. And uh, she told us that uh, she being a, I think she said hairdresser, but I don't want to call her hairstylist. It sounds fancier. Um, personal stylist. She tells all of her clients about us. Which is pretty dope. That's amazing. I don't even tell my parents about this, so. Well, neither do I, because that'd, that'd be embarrassing. It would be. I wouldn't tell you if you weren't recording. <laughs> That's actually a very good point. I'm, you've never said, hey, Brandon, check out this episode. <laughs> I certainly have not. Chad, Chad Fackler, uh, my guy, he is more supportive than when we could even ask for um when we've asked you know for retweets or for contributions i mean he does voices way better than brandon does i don't know why i just don't chad's in fucking toledo we can bring him down here real easy replace you for those impressions sound effects try me (laughs) not leaving this chair or mic until season three starts. Oh, God, it's going to be a long winter. Um, at Chad Fackler one he is the single biggest podcast supporter that we've ever met in our shorts. Very close to one-year podcasting career. We are actually really close to that. We're about two weeks away from that. Uh, so, Chad, thank you from the bottom of our cold black hearts. And I guess one black, one white heart. Um, That's right, because our hearts are different. <laughs> I forgot. You got bigger fists than I do, so I feel like your heart's bigger. Isn't that what it's supposed to be? Like, your fist size, your heart size, or is that your brain size? I don't know. Probably not your brain. It could be heart. It could be heart. Chad, thank you. You're awesome, my man. Um, 
we'll need to do something uh, in season three with you. So hold us to that. Uh, number three, Amanda from Lady Bitch Time. Cool, cool girl. If you haven't checked out her uh, podcast yet, just Google or search. Stop listening to this one. Stop, yeah. Just Go find quality. Amanda is... You, you, you think about all the things in life where you just want to bitch and complain about. She put, she gives it a platform, and she does it so well. Like, I, I guessed it on her show once, I think, and, like, I was worried that, you know, we're not going to be able to talk for half an hour about... No. Like, she... And I, this is a compliment. She's very good about... Good at bitching about things. And then she joined us for our... I think it was our uh, Not Safe for Worker episode. Episode... 30 something 30 no it was uh, and she she even filled in she, she was on the show twice because she filled in for you while you're out in uh, gallivanting around europe yeah yeah so yeah thank that you. was one of the better episodes yeah, it was solid so amanda thank you thank you so much uh oh and she did happen to remind me that we still owe her a onesie and a shirt so oh i know yeah um i'm gonna make that during our hiatus yeah uh, yeah so we will do that i promise you um <laughs> Super high five PC. I think PC stands for podcast. I think we decided that. Um, they High stands for people Canadian. Probably, people of Canada. Probably. So they're the Proud one, Canadians. They're the ones a couple episodes ago who wanted to start a podcast turf war or beef or whatever you want to call it. And so we did. You know, we did it in a classy manner. Um, as classy as we could. As classy as we could. And they shot back um, in the most Canadian way possible. Very polite. So polite. And it made me feel really bad about myself. You should. I do. You were a monster. I was. So check out. So super. It's uh, find them on Twitter at super high five. And this is high five spelled out. PC. Uh, their latest episode, episode forty three. Um, so they're actually a music podcast, and they they um, they talk about the music and they play music and it's really good i listen to the whole thing um it's, it's pretty long it's about an hour and a half uh so i'd recommend checking out the whole episode but if you just want to hear where they respond to our beef uh check it out around one hour and 18 minutes but again i highly recommend you give the whole thing a listen um they start uh talking about uh, well i guess what's the opposite of shit they don't talk shit what do they talk pee okay. urine food <laughs> They talk. They talk something. It's it's just listen. Stereotypes exist for a reason, especially the ones up north. Uh, and also the website is high fives, plural dot ca. Oh Canada. Yeah. Okay. Um. And wait, wait. I think that means the beef has been officially. And I think they won. Oh no, they took the high road. So. They did. Can you imagine showing up to a rap battle? You just get your fucking ass handed to you, and you're like, you know what, man? That was that was really good. I'm proud. I'm I'm proud of you. Is like, that you not should... how you felt with the last rap battle? I don't want to talk about the last rap battle. Oh, okay. I'm American. I'm American. I get offended easily, so easily. How easily? So easily. I just I want to I want to post about it on Facebook and be a keyboard warrior. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I didn't take the high road. Um, so for anybody who's not in the podcast, no. In the biz, in the as biz, we call it. Um, the biz of pod. When we first got going on Twitter and decided that it was going to be our platform, we got added to something, a, a direct message. Um, 
there's no better word for it, uh, orgy. Um, it's it's literally titled the podcast orgy. Um, there's so many hands and fingers. I really should have numbered these. There are XLV III podcasts in there. Is that is X fifty? Forty six. No, it'd be forty eight. Forty six. How do you get six? There's because you have three a, eyes. Oh, okay, I missed it. Yeah, forty eight. Okay. I didn't scroll down because there's so many. All right, so in typical hashtag questions form fashion, Mark James, thank you. I know you're a part of Poop Culture, which is the second one. Poop uh, Culture, thank you. That's that's our wheelhouse, man. Poopin' James. <laughs> Invite us on. We'll talk about poop all, all day. Every day. I feel dirty for doing that. You should. So th- there are some people who kind of communicate. They, they talk a lot in the orgy. Other people like to be quiet. You know, just your preference. Some people just don't talk. Some people make eye some contact. Some participate. Some like to watch. Yeah. Uh, this next one I haven't actually heard before, but I want to give a shout out. The Tangent Lounge. Um, don't know much about your podcast, but you're part of the orgy. So I want you to feel included. Well, cool. In Poor Taste. Um, I'm familiar with them. Uh, good guys or girls. I'm not that familiar, obviously. Uh, Variety Hour Show, thank you. What is TWS? Uh, that's the name, but I really want to know what the fuck TWS is. But uh, I know they, they retweet a lot of our stuff. Um, and actually, they believe they contributed. Um, they did. They did contribute to uh, what you're about to hear in episode 50, the season finale. So thank Is it you. the Walking Sled, a snow-based parody of The Walking Dead based in the Winter Olympics? Just a thought. Yeah. Maybe. You should be a writer, man. You should sign up for Hollywood. I don't know how to read. That's... <laughs> you can have Siri dictate your words. Siri? Or Google. I don't know. Uh, There's no name for it. Uh, American Slacker. Uh, you guys are very supportive as well. So thank you. Uh, another uh, quiet one, jurisdiction. Great word. I just got that when I wrote it. I was like, what does this even mean? But I, I get it now. I get it. Podcast. Uh, film snuff. Always like it when snuff is in the title. Um, I wish this was a snuff podcast. What How do you have more than one episode if it's snuff podcast? What is this? I, I always get is snuff like, is it porn or is it just murder or gruesome? Just all gore. Well, Trey, it can be both. Pretty sure I said three things. It can be both plus one. Okay. Well, film snuff. We hear you. Good looking at Zoe View. Zoe View podcast. Zoe does it. Does it right? I'm assuming. I think she's kind of quiet too. Miscast commentary. I see you guys a lot. Thank you. We suck at everything. Um, that is not a statement. So do we. That was not a statement. Uh, that is a podcast. Pro grade podcast. Inferior men podcast. Wow, they're just <sighs> pushing all of our buttons today. Um, Geeks and marriage podcast. Dudes with brews. Those are Lady B's dudes. So shout out to them. Uh, I believe uh, they will be submitting a uh, submission for this um episode as well if they don't then ignore everything i just said or trey you can edit it out whatever makes you feel good uh buzz conversations those are our favorite kind pop culture bento ford arrow packs unplugged in parentheses press does that mean something to you no no 
but you wrote this. I did. No, that was the name of the podcast, man. Oh. I think I think it was like I think they're named Pop Culture Bento right now, but then it was like a weird era, like they're turning the packs unplugged. I don't know. Scene to screen. See you guys a lot. Uh, we appreciate you with the Unseen Podcast, the Brothers Binge Podcast. Uh, we watched a thing and liked it and liked it. Um, hashtag questions those guys those guys are silly uh frat versus nerd podcast we appreciate all your retweets uh the difference between us real feels podcast front row network for your distraction tara Sarabin, you want to read some of these no okay. no you're doing such a good job I'll, i mean i can i can sound them out um, we're on x we're on triple x we're on the porn one x x x all alternative High story <laughs> podcast. See, I thought you were gonna make a joke like alt, 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 alt news, alt history. But no, actually, it's um, they, they, from what I understand, they imagine a world where if an event in history was not that way, what the world would be like. I haven't listened to them per se. I need to. I need to listen to all these folks. But um, uh, that's. The I way. like the premise. It is a cool premise. A good alternative history. Yeah, it is. What kind of Lincoln like never got assassinated? Man in the high tire. That's that's what that's what that show is about, right? Yes. Okay. Um, Historium Unearthia. Imagine sounds like a, a Harry Potter spell. You fucker! That was my joke. Aww. Uh, Murderous Miners podcast. Those guys are everywhere. So good on you. Uh, we appreciate you. Old casting. Um, they actually made our first promo back in the day. So about a year ago. Um, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Movie Nosh. I can go for some nosh right now. What the fuck is nosh? It's like a snack. Maybe nosh on something. And you make fun of me for saying primer. That nosh just has to be fucking British. It is not. Oh, whatever. It's nosh. Well done. Fur, I don't know. Ferncast, I think, is how that one's pronounced. Uh, Large Marge sent us. That's a Pee Wee reference, right? A what? Pee Wee Herman reference. Large Marge. I do not know. I don't remember Pee Wee Herman. No, I'm pretty sure Large Marge was like the truck driver from Pee Wee Herman. Oh no! Lit Class is a very good name for a podcast. I do remember. I, I have seen you guys around, and uh, I like what you do. Uh, tune in pod, like Looney Tunes. They talk about. Or I think they watch. Uh, they actually watch uh, cartoons from the childhood, uh, which is kind of cool. Oh my god! Why didn't we do that? That's a good idea. Hop Nation USA. Um, at first, I was like, hmm, hip hop, but no, they actually talk. About, they talk about beer. Oh. So I need a. We need a. Hop Nation, you are number XXXIX. We want to be. We want to put you up at I. Uh, we want to be on your podcast and drink some beer together. Or, hear me out. We make a different a different podcast. Call it Hop Nation USA, and it's all about bunnies. Bugs Bunny, Lola Bunny, um, the bunny that the dude killed in The Grapes of Wrath, um, Honey Bunny, Slummy Bummy. Um, Grapes of Wrath or Of Mice and Men? They're both books I did not read in high school. So yes, it's Of Mice and Men. Okay. Good old Lenny. Dude, that's a good book. It's a good book. Short book. It's a good book. All right, I'm going to cut you off. Um... Yeah, man. We'll, we'll talk about beers and bunnies. Um, and I'm not talking about the furry kind. Well, they might be furry, but they're at least five foot. And Playboy bunnies. And bosomy. Three men in a podcast. I see you're playing words there. Um, the Red On You podcast. Of course, Amanda, Lady Bitch Time. War Baby. I see you around a lot. 
Say something. Um, I don't think baby should be going to war, but that's just me. Don't put baby in a war. <laughs> Selling out. Yes, and I am. But why though? Spelled all British like. Those are all three different podcasts, but they made a heck of a sentence. Selling out. Yes, and I am. But why though? That actually, that's really good. Uh, Tasteless podcast. Uh, thank you for your support. Disgusting. Kieran McLean. I see you around a lot too, so thank you. You know what? My one of my 2019 resolutions. There are XLV III podcasts on this list. I'm gonna listen to at least one podcast. A day, week. an hour per week. What? What do you? You said that's Ooh. fifty. That's fifty-eight. What do you say? No, I, I think it's a uh, forty-eight. Forty. You have the XL, so L is fifty. The X being in front of the L makes you deduct its value. It makes it forty, and then the V triple I is eight. 48. Okay. So assuming yes. it's forty-eight, that's about a year's worth of one of these podcasts per week. So I will listen to one of these per or week. Or two days, forty-eight podcasts, one hour each, with breaks to pee and poop starting January 1st starting January 1st all right so just hey I mean this is the season finale you guys are getting bonuses out the butt this is gonna be like a two-hour episode Brandon's super excited to sit in this room with me for that long. I I actually have somewhere to be. Actually, no. So as you hopefully know, episode 25, season one finale. Um, we wanted to be lazy, even though it took way longer than we anticipated. What we did last time, um, obviously we answer questions. That's kind of our gimmick, right? Well, they come for the gimmick, but they stay for uh, for the banter. This, this, that's what they do. It's, it's me and you. It's it the is. back and forth. I like how you're looking at me like that. Yeah, you feel warm I did. The pants. I, I squinted my eyes a little bit and did the hand thing and the finger. So yep. like, I implied back and forth, and I said back and forth. That was good, man. So it's a lot of back and forth. It's a lot of back and forth. Um, so we actually followed up with uh, four or five or six of the question askers from last um, last season, and uh, we wanted to get some context. For their questions and it was really cool uh hearing why they asked those questions and you know the outcome of them so um and I, in that similar vein um we actually you know tying into that long list we just read uh we wanted to have some fellow podcasters to find some hashtag asking for a friend questions asking for asking a for a friend i was gonna say afaf but then i just went with asking Gotcha. So, yeah, we've got some uh, submissions from other podcasters. Uh, they get to promote their show a little bit, answer some questions, and makes us do, I was going to say less work. Technically, it's less work, but. But we do it hard. We do it so hard. So hard. How hard was it? So hard, I broke my penis. Corrections from last week. Mantra. It can be man or mon. I, I, I listened to the dictionary.com. It's mantra or mantra. Um, but if you say man, you run the risk of sounding like a douche. So there's that. Sounding like a douche is your mantra. <laughs> that solid, solid. Twitter.org does exist. I mean, that's a super exciting anecdote right there. Um, Amazon is set to clear $258.22 billion in the U.S. retail sales in 2018, according to eMarketers figures, uh, which works out to 49.1% of all online retail spend in this country. So they literally, every $2 Amazon has like 99.1 cents of that. What? I, what? What I said last week is that one out of every $2 online 
online retail is, is goes toward Amazon. That's what I was saying. Okay. Yeah. So with their 49.1%, yeah. it's basically half. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. All right. You want to read the poll results? So our final poll, maybe. Oh, is that, you set me up so you could do this? <laughs> no, but I wanted to. I don't get to do it often, man. They wanted to know, uh, why are you excited for the hashtag question season two finale? 60% said no more piss poor singing. And so listening to this episode, you're going to have a bad time. If you made it through this far, good for you. 20% said for the finale podcast guests, because, you know, I get it. Damn, Listen man. to us 49 times is it's a journey. 0% uh, said that excited is a strong word. That makes me feel good. You know? Nobody, I mean, people are excited. Yeah, I mean, how can they not? It's yeah. been 49 weeks of content. Plus, there's some bone eye in there. There are. There are a, lot, are a few. Uh, not as many as we promised, but that's all right. Life happens. Brandon promised. Brandon, Brandon moves and doesn't. Did do I not submit that? No, it's fine. You need it's to fine. check your email. It's cool, man. Twenty percent are excited because you want to know why? Because they say we are hilarious with three A's. Because that's all I could fit. They need to make the character limit a lot longer in the polls. It's super annoying. Uh, a primer what we are the last time that ever gets said you think oh i know there might be a callback in season three okay we answer questions off of twitter uh all of our answers are totally 100 percent and unequivocally improvised we promise we're not hyperbolic uh we discriminate equally we love mutually and we're tired of saying that all the questions this season had hashtag asking for a friend, uh, hashtag AFAF, even though that's a different hashtag, um, Brandon decided to bastardize it, but it worked. So many words. I just got tired of saying words. How many words do you think we've said on this podcast? At least 17. At least. Or 18. Yeah. Hey, we're about to wrap up our parts here, so we want to thank you all for listening. Thank for you. We already did that song. I think we did. Yeah, we did. We did a thank you song. We did a thank you for being a friend. Thank you for listening again. I think it was better the first time we did it. Um, we appreciate you for, for telling your friends about us, for sharing it, for automatically downloading it because that it's really exciting when the podcast gets released and we see those numbers bump up instantly because your phones are downloading them. So it's always fun. Uh, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for tweeting, retweeting, leaving feedback, answering our polls. Not blocking. Not and blocking. blocking. Yeah, I mean, we got the hashtag or that HQ effect. Still, think we're gonna get sued for that. Uh, if we haven't got, if we didn't get sued for the question that we or the song we just sang, I think we're in the clear. It's a coming. It's a coming. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at mcquestionface. You can use our hashtag hashtag question mcquestionface. Get your face on some questions. Oh snap! Nostalgia. Man, I was just having a conversation with somebody because I, you know, I work in advertising. Toyota needs to bring back their campaign from the '90s. I love what you do for me, Toyota. That brings so much nostalgia. I bet that bump up their numbers. You, what? You don't remember that fucking slogan? That 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 jingle? 
from back in the 90s. No. It was so good. I'm a zoom zoom kind of type of guy though. So. Yeah, how'd that Mazda work out for you? It was great till a deer decides to run in front of my car <laughs> and ruin the car I just paid off. I do. It was less than a month. I had to get a loan to buy another car. <laughs> I remember that, man. I do remember that. Now I'm angry. <laughs> Good thing we're almost done. Um, yes, please hop online. Uh, you can find us where our podcasts are sold. Go on iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. Let or us... a four and a half. We're not picky. I mean, averaging it out, you can technically get four and a half. You can't really leave a four and a half review or star, but that's fine. Um... We do have a website, questionmyquestionface.com. Just find us. Tweet us. We do. It's a landing page. Points to our Libsyn profile. No big deal. Um, It'd be a D. Thank you. Seriously. Thank you. So we're going to leave it with some in some very capable hands. Um, just, I would say better hands. Just off the top of the dome, because we still, we're still taking submissions. Uh, you're going to hear from Boobies and Newbies. Um, cool girl. I met her through the submission process. Uh, TWS, uh, who we thanked above. And, of course, our friend over at Lady Bitch Time. Um, there will be some others. And thank you in advance. Because I thank you in advance. We're going to see you again on January 6th, officially. We've got some bone eye. I'm going to keep saying bone eye because it sounds dirty. Some bonery, bonery bonuses. I'm just gonna get them all out there while I can, man. Yeah, no, I'm thinking of song lyrics. Yeah. It's been a long time. We'll see you on the other side. Dun 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 dun, dun till I see you again. Drew here from the podcast Dudes with Brews on a Porch, answering a question for our friends with the greatest podcast ever hashtag question asking for a friend I, I really like this idea and i really like uh the concept of of what they're doing here and i'm gonna i'm, I'm sending this stuff and i apologize if you have to edit this um sydney nicole on twitter asking for a friend she wants to know is it socially acceptable to drink a beer at 8 a.m if you work the night shift 100 correct it is socially acceptable because i work the night shift and there are times where I crack open a cold one at 8 a.m. because I get done at 7. Well, I usually wait till I, I drop my kids off at school. So I drop them off at school at 8 o'clock, go home and have a frosty brew. Sometimes I have one maybe, you know, midday or so. It's never too late to have a beer. I'm from Wisconsin and I have a podcast where we drink beer. And a lot of times since I work third shift, I do my episodes at 10 10 in the morning and I drink a beer. So it's, it's, of course it's socially acceptable. It's socially acceptable. If you drink a beer at 8 AM on a Saturday morning, I encourage you to do it. It gets the juices flowing. gets the brain moving, gets the blood pumping. And it's just going to make you feel so goddamn good. When you have that first sip of beer at eight in the morning on any day of the week, it doesn't matter if you, you know, unless you're going to work, you, you probably shouldn't do that, but you know, it takes an hour to, for the blood to cycle out the alcohol. So if you get up at six right away, you have a frosty brew waiting on that nightstand. Don't know what you're going to do to keep it frosty overnight, but maybe you just have a, a mini fridge next to your bed. Open it up, grab your favorite beer, drink it, go pick out your clothes, take a nice warm shower, and it's going to start flowing. You're going to be like, man, I feel good. I feel energized on this Monday morning at 6.05. That's what I like. And then you brush your teeth. Eat a breakfast burrito or something like that. Hit up a Mac Shack. Do whatever you want. And then go to work at 8 a.m. Knowing. It's, it's just a secret between you, yourself, and I. 
you yourself and you i don't i don't i don't think that works but uh it's just it's just your own little secret and you're like yeah i did drink that frosty brew early in the morning ain't nothing you fools are at work are going to do about it it was delicious and i loved it so very much 100% socially acceptable especially on the night shift you're not working you just put in a good 8 hours yeah crack one open that's what i say sydney that's uh that's my answer to you and if anyone thinks differently I think uh, you need to cut them out of your life. You need to cut them out of your life. You're from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. So um, I'm not sure how good your beer is. I think I've had a couple of them. I'm sure I have, but uh, I can imagine that they're delicious. Uh, and I think you should have one. You should have one right now. You should go uh, go to your fridge, crack it open, and, and do it. doesn't matter what time it is. You're entitled. You're an adult. You're 21 or older. Even if you're 18, I think you should be able to... Drink a frosty brew at eight in the morning. As long as you're responsible about it, don't have more than one. Unless, well, after work, I say you should have more than one. You got nothing else going on for the rest of the day? You want to go pop on Netflix? Drink some beer. Eight in the morning. My answer to you. Thank you. Hey, everybody. This is Kelly Reynolds, and I'm the host of Boobies and Newbies, the podcast that asks novice romance readers to think outside the dick in a box and brave the unbridled world of erotica. Every episode, I sit down with my guests, two newbies to the romance genre, and ask them to read a romance novel with me and critique. Sometimes they love them, sometimes not so much. But in any case, we have a lot of fun and a lot of laughs. So please be sure to check out the Boobies and Newbies podcast at Booby Podcast on Twitter. You can also find us on Instagram and we are streaming on all of your favorite platforms for podcasts. Um, so let's get right down to it. Today I am here to answer some very important questions brought to you by hashtag asking for a friend. And let's see, the first one of our questions of the day comes from Meg, two G's, Elizabeth, at Meg, two G's, Adams on Twitter. And Meg with two G's would like to know, is the key to adulthood getting drunk by yourself slash with your dog and two cats while your significant other is out of, a, out of town for a class? Hashtag asking for a friend. Hashtag I'm so much fun. Okay, Meg, I'm going to stop you right there. Problem number one, please don't ever use the hashtag I'm so much fun again. Problem number two, if you are asking whether or not you have reached adulthood, period, that's it. That's a problem. Um, I like the whole idea of people hashtagging adulting, hashtag being an adult. But if you're questioning whether or not you are a legitimate adult, I am concerned for your well-being, Meg with two G's. I'm also concerned by the fact that you spell your name with two G's. Kind of reminds me of the girls in school that were like, I'm Bethany and I dot my I with a heart. Um, but you know what? Maybe that's your parents that we have to blame for the two G's and not you. In any case, Meg, if you are sitting at home by yourself drinking with your pets and you have a significant other that you share these pets in home with, well, I'd like to say that, yes, you are in fact an adult. Congratulations. Um, I think you've surpassed a level of adulthood many of us have yet to reach. 
I am a single woman. I co-parent a dog with my roommate. So um, if this is the standard by which we are setting adulthood, I am very, very far behind. Um, I happen to mark adulthood with more simpler terms such as waking up and actually getting up when the first alarm goes off in the morning or buying a refrigerator for my apartment. That, these aren't large things, um, but you know, they, they cost a lot of money and a lot of my time. And that is how I define adulthood is a lot of time and money spent and not a lot of reward. So if you're getting um, drunk at home by yourself with your dog and two cats while your significant other is out of town for a class, I say job well done, Meg with two Gs. You have accomplished something many of us have yet to do. So kudos to you. Kudos to see your significant other for taking a class. It better be a damn good class to be out of town for. Um, but it sounds like the both of you are doing okay. And I wish you and your dog and your two cats and your chosen alcohol for consumption well. Hey guys, this is Amanda with the Blunt Mommy Podcast. I am here with another hashtag asking for a friend question. So this question is from man's not Barry Rue. His handle is at ADVBA or Barry Rue. So it's just at ADV Barry Rue. Ladies, do you feel comfortable when wearing a G string? No, fucking no, 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 and fucking no. Um, I probably own two of these and I they're probably from they're 10 years old I can just tell you with a thong I only wear thongs when I need to and I'm still trying to pull out a wedgie even when I wear a thong but g-strings are no because it's literally imagine a strip of cloth of tight elastic cloth just going down your butthole you know you have to deal with it all day no it's not fun it's no bueno to me it's no fucking bueno so i do not fucking enjoy wearing g-strings some motherfucking cough drops nigga. all right <clears throat> while my while i still have breath in my lungs let's uh let's answer some questions i do all right, so, um, you know, we are part of the Pod Dealers Network, and uh, we have the, the whole motto that we'd rather collaborate than compete. So uh, a podcast that I follow, uh, hashtag questions, asking for a friend. They're coming up on their season two finale, and we're asking some fellow podcasters uh, to answer some questions. So I went and did a quick search for the hashtag asking for a friend, and... Um, Came up with some questions I think that we are uniquely uh, qualified to answer. So, again, this is the What Is TWS podcast, the White Pants Society, Jada Flan, and my brother Rich Nerd. Uh, we always try to give you 
the unapologetic truth. And that is what we're going to do in this segment. Let's go. Asking for a friend. Our first question, Rich, comes from, and I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. I don't see no other way to pronounce it. But uh, Triniqua. Looked like that was supposed to be at brown sugar, but it got a V in it. So I don't know. <laughs> Triniqua asks, does age really matter in relationships? What you think? <laughs> I'm going to let you go first, but I'm going to go in on Triniqua. All right, so, <laughs> All right, so here's what I thought. I clicked on a link of the, the tweet that you sent me so yeah. I can see what's going on. Right, right, right. I did see the picture of Triniqua. Triniqua. And I did see that Trinica spelled brown sugar with a V. With a V. But I also saw that Trinica looks like a, a African American woman. Yeah, I mean, uh, fairly, fairly young. I, I the think, name didn't do it for you. <laughs> I feel like she's uh, late teens, early twenties. I'm thinking mid twenties. I looked at a couple of her other yeah. tweets. I did some research on Trinica. So, so, so with that said, I Twitter stalked Trinica for a little bit. I'm so, so, what I'm thinking is, first thing I thought was one is she asking. Or if you're, obviously, she's asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. But is this friend brown sugar? Person she sees in the mirror. Okay. Right? And then it can go two ways. Does age matter, meaning she's trying to rob the cradle? Or does age matter, meaning that she got a sugar daddy like 67? Got to be a sugar daddy because at her age, robbing the cradle is, uh, is fucking statutory rape. <laughs> Have you seen these teachers going up out here? Right. It happens. It happens. It's true. So my thing is, all right, you know what? Does age matter in a relationship? It depends on a relationship. If you're both legal, consenting adults, <laughs> then it, it, you know what? It, it, it shouldn't matter. The heart ones with the heart ones. You, you know, you go for it. You got to shoot your shot sometimes. Me personally. The heart ones. So fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> me personally, I have limits. All right. The older I get, the more my limits change. So I'm going to be 35 next month. So my cutoff is like really 28, 29. I don't, I don't see me at 35 dating a 25 year old. It's too much of a generational gap. You're not going to know what what I'm talking about when I say do the humpy hump. You know what I mean? (laughs) You you don't know about Voltron and all of this other shit. Gotcha, you don't know gotcha, what Saturday yeah. morning cartoons was. So I, I, I got to go for somebody who's like 30. Now, that's me personally. Right, right. Some people out here okay with being 35 and dating an 18-year-old once again because they're a legal consenting adult. That's not me. All right. I'm going to say, uh, does age matter in relationships? Uh, it depends on the age. Uh, and I'm going I'm to give a quick anecdote. Uh, I remember being like 24, 25, and I think I was dating someone that might have been like 20, getting ready to turn 21. Um, one, I can go to the bar. You can. She can. <laughs> <laughs> and then two, she moved in with me. You know, I had an apartment. So at, at, at 24, 25, I've been adulting for a, while. for a minute. You know what I'm saying? I've been paying my own bills. I've been, you know, having jobs, having money in my pocket, all that, all that good kind of stuff. You know, at 20, 21, She's still in college. She hasn't been, because I didn't go to college, by the way. Um, she's still in college, so she hasn't been out adulting. So uh, for a summer, she came and she, she lived with me. First, this chick put a chore wheel on the refrigerator. No. 
Uh-uh. Like, this ain't a dorm. This is no. not a dorm. Mm-hmm. I pay all the bills in here. I clean my house when the fuck I want to. You live here for free. I could say you do all the shit, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going that hard. But, like, we wasn't on the same wavelength. Then, this is the worst for me. We go to the store one day, and she buys a uh, bag, salad in a bag. Mm-hmm. Right? So, for lunch one day, she, she eats a salad, uses about half of the thing. I come home the next day from work. She's in the kitchen cooking. She has taken out a frying pan, put some oil in the pan, and it's frying, it's sauteing the rest of the damn salad. Oh, I said, no, no, this is not, this is not the life I live. This is not the life I live. We don't why? have to saute salad around here. But why, why, why would you saute the salad? I, don't, I guess it's one of those, like, you know, when you ain't got no money, you got to, like, make like you gotta judge it up and yeah, shit. Yeah, you gotta make food. But, but, but was it even like was it lettuce or was it spinach? I don't even know. Because if it was lettuce, like you you don't. Fuck, it didn't fuck, matter to fuck, me. Yeah, it's yeah, a carry yeah. out down the street. If you're hungry, I have money. Like we can eat. We can order a pizza. Yeah. You don't have to saute <laughs> salad in this. But that's the difference between twenty five yeah. and twenty one. Well, come in my crib. With and chow. Put up a chow with. It's my house, nigga. That's what I'm saying. Like. 20, 20, 24, 25, 21, it's only a four, five-year gap. Yeah. But, but it's a that's huge a gap. huge four-year, five-year gap. Yeah. 35, 30, five-year gap. It's not that yeah. big of a gap. 45, 40, who the fuck cares? 55, 50, y'all the same age. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so uh, does age matter? It depends on the age. The older you get, the less it matters, but you can't go but so far back. Yeah. But, uh, but really, short answer... Does age matter in relationships? Ask R. Kelly. <laughs> Ask R. Kelly. Oh, man, we're going to get in trouble. Hey, it's Drew from the podcast Dudes with Brews on a Porch. And I'm here to answer some questions for you. Using the hashtag asking for a friend. My good friend uh, Amanda from Lady Bitch Time told me to do this. She wants her T-shirt. She wants her onesie. She wants all that stuff. Uh, I got I got one question here that I think is is very important. What date is acceptable to put up the bloody Christmas decorations up? Hashtag asking for a friend. Well, I have an answer for you, Daddy Ginge. The answer is the day before Christmas is the correct date to put up the bloody Christmas decorations because me personally, I'm a bit of a Scrooge. I'm a bit of a Grinch. I'm not really a big fan of Christmas. I worked in retail for nine years and I've been tainted. For many, many years because of uh, crazy people, decorations, of course, go up on sale in uh, retail outlets all over the place starting in October, for crying out loud. So really, you could put them up in October, but people are thinking you're a psycho. You're crazy. I just uh, I don't see the point of putting up decorations uh, super early. Maybe realistically, if we're speaking, don't do it the day before Christmas because then you just look like a total D bag. Um, I don't know. December 1st is a good one. Maybe. So today I'm recording this December 1st. I think it would be a good day to do it. It's the first uh, day of December. 24 days away is Christmas. you leave it up for the whole month. You take them down. Maybe January 2nd. If you have that day off, you take, you take January 2nd or maybe that first weekend in January is when you remove the Christmas items and you go back to living your uh, most likely mediocre life. I live a mediocre life. I don't put up any decorations. I put up, I bought a tree that's about, I don't know, three feet tall. And I, I made sure it had lights on it so that you can just plug it in. I don't have to put up ornaments. I don't have to put lights on it. 
that's as minimal as I get. That's that's as as Christmas as I get. A little tree. I shove presents under there. Maybe one day when I own my own house, I'll, I'll get some decorations and stuff. There's a dude in New Jersey who is like battling the authorities who put up decorations and he has to pay $3,000 a day that he doesn't uh, remove them because it's so extravagant. So I think, yes, December 1st, if you are not a, a, an angry curmudgeon like me, if you're a good person, not a pile of trash, put it up December 1st. And if you're like me, put it up December 24th and then take it down the 26th. But not a lot of people like that. Not a lot of people are like that. And, and you know, it, it's sad that I'm like that. And I apologize that I'm like that. But I, I feel like that's a good, that's a good time to put up your bloody Christmas lights up, decorations up, lights. What, what else is there for decorations? Like outside a wreath. I mean, that's pretty simple. You just buy a fake wreath and put it on your door, right? Otherwise, lights. There's those signs I see sometimes. Well, why would you put a, a yard sign in your yard for for Christmas? That's, you know, it's like you're like telling someone to elect a person in the office or something like that. I, I don't know. I think that's weird. So that's uh, that's my answer. I, I feel like December 1st, maybe December 2nd, put them up, enjoy it, light up the town, light up the block, be the talk of, you know, the neighborhood, and then uh, take them down first weekend in January. One of the many most important questions answered right now, yours truly. My name is Drew. Listen to my podcast. I'm going to do a shameless plug here. Dudes with brews on a porch. We drink Wisconsin beer and we, uh, we just talk. It's, uh, it's pretty simple. It's pretty lame. <laughs> and then listen to my friend, Lady Bitch Time uh, with Amanda, who is much more polished, much more professional, much more, uh, uh, she's got a topic that she talks about and she does a great job. She's been on a few episodes of my show as well. I love her very much. She's preggers. Be nice to her. Uh, she has weird ass dreams. And um, yeah, that's that. Why, hello to everyone at hashtag questions asking for a friend over at McQuestionFace here on the Twitterverse, the Podgadverse. This is Amanda from Lady Bitch Time. Stop it in because they asked me to for some reason to answer questions by looking up the hashtag asking for a friend. Anyway, Lady Bitch Time is a program that airs every Tuesday, or at least it tries to, and it's where I bitch about whatever needs to be bitched about. You can bitch with me. Send me an email at itsladybtime at gmail.com. Send me an audio clip. I will bitch for you. I'm really good at ranting. Annoyingly good. Like, come on. Come on. Anyway, here is the question. We have at Ale Buitrago underscore. Yeah, I don't fucking know. Um, current name is Alejandracula Buitrago. They asked, but like, how disgustingly millennial is it to add binge watching to the special skills f- section of a resume? Hashtag. Asking for a friend. Well, burrito person. <laughs> I don't fucking know what your name is. Uh, first off, I wouldn't call that disgusting. I would call that... Well, I, I just wouldn't use the word disgusting. I'm not entirely sure what I would call that. But I would like to point out that your use of millennial is probably incorrect. History lesson, my friends. Motherfucking 
history lesson. As in, not history, as in, let me tell you what the goddamn cutoff age for millennial actually is. The millennial age group are people born between 1981 and 1996. All right, which means as of right fucking now, you're talking about people between the ages of 22 and 36 or 37. All right. 22 and 37. Possibly a millennial could have put that on there. But you're also talking about Generation Z, which is people born between 1995 and 2010, which are all the people that you motherfuckers just want to bitch about right now. There are different generations. Millennial is no longer the goddamn problem. And even so, it's not all of us, all right? It is not all of us, and I'm so sick of you bitches just sitting there. I bet you are 37 years old yourself, and you're like, oh, millennial, oh, this is so disgusting. <laughs> you look like you're probably 30 fucking seven, all right? You are a goddamn millennial. So are you saying that you are also disgusting? Are you also disgusting? Because the answer is yes, with goddamn hate about millennial bullshit. Well, instead of picking on a generation as a whole, all right? You don't see me bitching at baby boomers. You don't see me bitching at people in 1702 fucking New York for ruining my goddamn life today. No, you don't see that. You don't see that when I see a, some motherfucker not use their goddamn blinker and instead decides to cross over four lanes on the highway and almost knock me off the damn road. You don't see any of that. Of me bitching, oh, this generation as a whole. No, it's this person as a whole. It is this individual who has decided to upset you like you, Alejandro Burrito person. You who have upset me. I'm taking a breath. I see I just went off. It is you, not your generation, but you who are in fact an idiot. Binge watching to a special skills part of a resume? Yeah, that's pretty shitty, all right? Clearly, they are not going to get that job. Instead of going, ugh, how millennial. I bet they don't even wear, like, Ugg boots or some shit. I don't, f I don't fucking even know the stereotype anymore because there's too many different ones, all right? Instead of being like that, be like, wow, this person is very goddamn lazy. I'm going to tell every single person at work and Twitter about it. Let's do that. Let's fucking do that instead of blaming a generation as a whole. Now, has the millennial generation done pretty dumb shit? Absolutely. Have we eaten Tide Pods? No, we have not. You're talking about Generation Z. Just remember that. They want to blame us for taking away cheese. They want to blame... <laughs> I'm not even fucking making this up. They think that we have ruined American cheese as a whole. They think that we've ruined businesses as a whole. Instead of acknowledging that the culture is changing, they want to blame a set of people who, by the way, are completely fucked in the economy that they're living in, by the way. Completely fucked, all right? You want to blame them for instead of just learning how to adapt and survive, which is what we're all doing, by the way, you want to blame them for the ruinment of businesses? Did, who the fuck were we blaming about Blockbuster, by the way? Who the, who the, what the, what fucking generation was being blamed about that? But you're upset because somebody added binge watching to a fucking resume. <laughs> 
I have seen resumes where someone put, I am good at what I do. Did I bother to look at the age on it and go, ugh, millennial, or ugh, baby boomer, or ugh, whatever the other ones are, Generation Z, Generation X, Y, P, G, Elemento, W, fuck, who the hell knows? No, I go, wow, this person's really lazy. I don't think they're going to get this job. In fact, I'm just going to tell people about it. It is not that disgusting. It is just stupid. It is not millennial. It is just stupid. You are just stupid. <sighs> now, some interesting skills that could be added to a resume instead of binge watching. Unless it was for a position that requires them to, like, I don't know, like the guys who have to watch all the flagged videos on YouTube. You know, the people who take a 10-hour video, flag it, and then someone has to watch all 10 hours to make sure there isn't something in there. Unless it's for that, I feel like that was an appropriate thing to put on a resume. But if it's not, here are appropriate things to put on a resume for the resume putter that this burrito person is talking about. Fast typer. Know the entire Microsoft Word. Um... Sweet thing. God, I don't even remember what it's fucking called right now. I'm still worked up. All right. Uh, let's see. Fast learner is usually better than binge watching. Um, probably some things that you volunteered for in the past. Um, current experience that you have that could apply to which the job you are currently applying to. Those things would be great to put on a resume. Possibly not even the best, but better than binge watching. You can clearly look at this and go, well, this person just doesn't want this job. And if they do, they need to be told, hey, you got to fix your resume. Because if you want to bitch about the problem, perhaps offer a solution so it doesn't happen next time. And with that, I don't think I answered the question. <laughs> oh, why did you let me pick, Trey? Why would you let me pick the questions? All right. Um, so if you'd like to uh, check me out. After that little fucking show. Check me out at Lady Bitch Time. At Lady Bitch Time on Twitter. Lady Bitch Time on fucking Facebook. Email me at itsladybtime at gmail.com. Otherwise, sorry guys if I fucked this up. Alright, have fun. I'll see you bitches later. Let's go to the next one. Alright, and this one had me, this one had me Googling. Yeah, because I was like, what in the fuck? This one had me Googling. So... Karen Boyd asked, so if an area has buskers, does it mean it's officially, officially gentrified or in the process thereof? Asking for a friend. So the first thing I had to do, Rich, so when I first read this and I saw Karen Boyd's picture, you know, and I, buskers, I was like, yeah, yeah, if you have buskers, fuck yeah, you, uh, it's being gentrified. Because I thought buskers was like a mayonnaise shop or some shit. Like, I thought... <laughs> I thought it was a restaurant too. Hey, I I'm, thought it was some like unnecessary white people shit. Yeah, like, what I'm is a it's like a, a bagel shop that yeah. has fresh organic quinoa and shit. See, that's what we have. I thought I'm the like, same. I never bullshit. heard of a Buskers. So Buskers obviously ain't in black neighborhoods. I ain't never seen no Buskers, no. heard of no Buskers. It's got to be something goofy like, you know, olives and cashews and shit, you know. But then I Google Busker and a Busker is just somebody who performs for money. Yeah. Oh, you're an entertainer on the street performing for money. Mm -hmm. And that's when I realized this person has no idea what the fuck they're talking about. 
If you've been to D.C., and I'm sure they do this oh, in yeah. New York, too. Oh, yeah. You come out of a metro station. If you have a bucket and a stick, mm-hmm. you can be a busker. <laughs> they not waiting for gentrified. They not area. waiting for gentrified. Yeah, so. They out there, niggas. We had like four, five buckets. Have a full drum mm-hmm. kit. I mean, out of buckets, and we'll put on a show in front of a metro station for change. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't equate buskers to the fucking begging for yeah. money is not being gentrified. <laughs> you want to know Karen Boyd? You want to know if an areas how to know if an area is being gentrified? If you live there, <laughs> if you live there, fucking area is being gentrified. Cause you don't, you ain't been nowhere. First of all, you use the word busker. <laughs> yeah. And second of all, you obviously don't know. I have never used, listen, panhandler, derelict, that nigga over there. Like anything. Busker. 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 I knew, I just knew it was a man named shop. I just knew he had like all kinds of aiolis and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I googled busker too because I was like, "What the fuck is a busker?" Yeah. And the first video that popped up was um says something like um the world's the world's finest busker, and it was just a big group of white people like outside, but like their winter coats on, like, "Oh my god, he's so amazing." <laughs> <laughs> Irrelevant. I just had to mention that because I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, man. Nah, if you want to know if a neighborhood's being gentrified, if you live there, it is. It is. Yeah, it's being gentrified. Busker. I don't know. And then I've been, like, I've lived places that are in the process of being gentrified. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, where this was like, I lived places where when my mother was alive, black people couldn't live there. Yeah. Then it became the black neighborhood. Then they start taking it back. And I come outside at like 11 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. There's like a white lady walking her French poodle. Comfortable. And I'm like, yeah. It's being gentrified. But yeah, buskers. Buskers are not here. No. Hmm. Who? How do you find these words? Like, <laughs> how do you find? Buskers. How do you know the word busker? Who used busker in front of you prior to this tweet? Or did you look up? Like vagrants, and then try to find synonyms or something like. Yeah, that. Did you get the source? Like, how do you? I, I need to understand white people. I need to understand white people and how they uh, how their vocabulary works. Because I feel like I'm a learned man, <laughs> <laughs> and I've never come across busker. I've, I've... <laughs> pause. Never come across busker. He said it again. <laughs> Double pause. <laughs> All right, Cameron Boy, that is your answer, Trinequa. You have your answer. So basically, Trinequa, uh, you need to Google R. Kelly. And uh, Karen Boyd, you need to stop Googling. Or just go to the hood. Find Martin Luther King Avenue, wherever you are. And uh, and I'm sure you'll find some buskers. There's really been a Martin Luther King Avenue street boulevard in every city I've ever been to. Gotta be. That's real. That's real. Wherever you at, Martin Luther King Boulevard, whatever it is. And I'm sure you'll find some buskers. Well, get yourself a bucket and be a busker yourself. My advice. This has been What Is TWS Asking for a Friend. I hope y'all use this on the show. Holla. Later. Hey guys, it's Amanda with the Blunt Mommy Podcast. Okay, the first question. Hashtag asking for a friend is from Roberta James. At 
not your negro is having sex with a porn star without protection after your wife gives birth considered decent and moral. Okay. I don't know what this person is smoking. I don't. Oh, and BTW, I'm totally sitting here answering the question right now with an anal plug. But uh, no, it's totally fucked up. I don't know if she had the kid vaginally or via C-section. So I know there's a little bit recovery time, but the number one thing, a porn star, why would you ever go naked on a porn star? That's gross. It's that's totally disgusting. I'm sorry. It's not appropriate at all. And it's totally disrespectful. I mean, if she did have the baby vaginally, yeah, it takes like a week or so to heal. I had a C-section, but I know you're not supposed to have sex for six weeks or else you can just get knocked up again. But, okay, if you choose to fuck a porn star with no condom, guess what? You can get her knocked up too. So pick your fucking battles. But it's totally disgusting. It's not moral. You are an evil fucking person. Well, hello the fuck there, guys. To everyone listening to hashtag questions, asking for a friend at McQuestion Face right fucking now. I'm Amanda from Lady Bitch Time. Check me out. I like to bitch about basically things that need bitching. It might be important. It might seriously be not. I've been told that I have un... like, revealed, rather, things that actually ended up bothering people that they never considered before. So I can do that for you by having you listen almost every Tuesday on the Pew Pew Audio Network. But for now, I'm here to answer some fucking questions. By looking up the hashtag, asking for a friend, at YazTheNerd, Yazzy S, apparently, he asked, or she, what are the benefits of telling your manager you deal with depression? And the answer is going to be very blunt. None. There are no fucking benefits to telling... Anybody that you work for that you have depression. You want to know why? Because the majority of people don't fucking care. I'm not trying to be mean here. I really am not. Trust me, I get it. I deal with depression as well. I deal with childhood trauma. I deal with the dysfunctional life that is my own on a day-to-day basis. I'm fucking pregnant right now. Imagine what I could pass on to this currently innocent child. It's, It's a struggle. I get it. But the thing is, when it comes to your job, especially if you work in customer service or if you're at a job where you're just a fucking body, they don't give a flying fuck whether or not you have depression. They don't give a flying fuck whether or not you're sick. This is goddamn America, people. Unless you are working for a really great company that actually cares about its people individually, which there are very 
few of those. Okay, I know a lot of people. I know a lot of stories. There are very fucking few companies that will care whether or not you are sick, someone died in your family, uh, you have depression, uh, fuck, even if you have the runs one day, they care so goddamn little about you. What they really care about is whatever the fuck your job is. Now, perhaps if you worked at, I don't know, let's say a suicide hotline, having depression is going to matter there because then you're helping other people. And if you can't help yourself, you can't take care of somebody else. If that is the case for you, if you are in a job where you are helping other people's mental welfare, for the love of God, tell your manager. Tell your manager that you are also struggling right now. Because I would hope, I would truly, unbelievably, 100% hope that in that profession, people actually care about people. Really, truly, 110% do. I really do. But if you don't, the answer is, they don't fucking care. It's a harsh truth, guys. Nobody cares if you have depression. That, and because depression is thrown around so easily, the actual act of depression itself seems to be so mild in comparison to other people's problems. Most people don't want to have to care about you. Like, at a work capacity. Your family cares and loves you. At least I hope so. I hope to God you don't have my family. But... When it comes to your professional life, they just want you to be that professional. If you have a good friend that you work with, if you have a coworker that you are BFFs with who knows the ins and out of your life, tell them. That way, you have somebody who's going to be patting your back and there for you during the harder parts of your cycle. I'm not talking about period cycle. Okay, this is depression. There's a cycle. Now, let me tell you, it may take a long time for it to come all the way back around, but it always fucking does. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to be realistic. Because I've gone to six fucking years of therapy for some of the most ridiculous, I can't even make these things up scenarios life has decided to offer. And even my own family, who has gone through this with me, doesn't even let me talk about it. The majority of people that you will talk to, and this is a therapist. My therapist for six goddamn years told me this. The majority of people that you talk to, for example, you have cancer. All right. Everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, I really hope you get better. They're going to be there for you in the beginning. But as it progresses, and one day, they're going to ask, hey, how's it going? The answer they want to hear is, you know what? My doctors are looking positive. Um, the, the, some tests came back pretty well. Things, things are going okay. The answer they don't want to hear is, the, the doctors aren't looking positive. This test didn't come back okay. I'm not doing very well because the majority of people don't know how to react to that type of response. Even though there are people like tons upon tons of people who also suffer with dep depression, possibly even the same or worse than you still have very little clue how to help somebody else when they say to them what they have said to another person because it throws them off. Holy shit. Like for some people it'd be like, wow, 
we are like two peas in a pod. Let's help each other. But for a lot of people, it's okay. That just made me uncomfortable. I kind of want to switch the subject because I really don't know how to help here. It's not because they don't care. It's not because they don't want to. It's just they don't know how. And on top of the fact that people have depression for a variety of different things. People have depression because, like, as I said, the most fucked up scenarios you can possibly think of. All right. I used to think my problems happened to everybody. Guess what? They didn't. But it was hard for me to talk about it with other people because not everyone lives the same life that you do. Someone could literally be experiencing depression because they had a flat tire one day and it just makes them spiral out of control. That is their breaking point. While a breaking point for somebody else might be that they've lost a toe to diabetes or their family has up and left them. Something a little different. Everyone experiences things in their own way. You might be experiencing the loss of someone you've truly loved. Someone else might be experiencing the loss of a goldfish, and that is depression to them. Instead of telling your manager you deal with depression, find support somewhere else because you cannot rely on someone whose job is to manage you to care about your day-to-day needs. This is America. I don't fucking know why it's like this, but it is. I have worked at jobs where I'm like, hey, my mom's in a coma. Oh, that sucks. He's still coming to work. Hey, my husband just got a bilateral lung transplant. Oh, well, you have to come to work. I kind of can't. He's going to be in surgery. Well, how would you take care of him if you don't have an income? This is the fucking world we live in, guys. Instead of telling your manager, find a coworker, find somebody who isn't in a position above yours to be your guide, to support you, and to, I don't know, have someone to fucking talk to. Because ultimately, someone who's in the same pay grade as you, someone who isn't above you, would never be able to look down on you and wonder why you can't do a simple task one day because of depression. You can get a doctor's note, sure, but what, what good is that going to do? Harsh truth, guys. It's just all I got to say. And if you think I'm wrong, you think I'm wrong. I'm just basing this off my own life experiences. And clearly, they are probably different from yours. So instead, find a friend. Find a group. Figure out how to take care of you before you involve somebody else to try to help them take care of you. That's all I got to say. Hey everybody, this is Kelly Reynolds, the host of Boobies and Newbies, the podcast that asks novice romance readers to think outside the dick in a box and brave the unbridled world of erotica. Each episode, I sit down with a newbie to the romance novel genre, and we sit, read, and discuss the book of the week. So please check us out whether you're a romance fan like me or a newbie like my guests. I assure you there will be something there for everyone. So be sure to check us out at Booby Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram, and you can find us streaming on all your favorite podcast platforms. And now on to business. Hashtag asking for a friend question brought to you this time by Jessica Can't Sleep. 
Jessica can't sleep. Have you tried taking an Ambien or essential oils? Okay. Sorry, Jessica. Um, you can find Jessica at Weekend Panties as her Twitter name. Um, Jessica can't sleep, otherwise known as Weekend Panties, in her Twitter bio has Sup Sluts. Um, she's got a whopping eight followers. And she is very active on Twitter. So, okay, Jessica can't sleep. I'm going to have to keep an eye out for you, girl. Um, the question that Jessica has brought for us today is from September 25th. And the question is, are the Hot Mess Express and the Struggle Bus the same vehicle? Jessica, that's an excellent question. Um... I'd like to tell you that the Hot Mess Express and the Struggle Bus are not the same vehicle. Um, in my opinion, and in the extensive research I have done, um, the Hot Mess Express and the Struggle Bus sometimes share the same passengers and sometimes park in the same garages, but they are in fact two different vehicles. Um, I, the Hot Mess Express I think that's that's reserved more for specialty customers. Um, you know, the, they're the ones who maybe have ridden the struggle bus for years um, and then they've graduated onto a new level. And that level is a new stop at which the Hot Mess Express picks them up. Um, the struggle bus, struggle bus is a lot like your average school bus, um, but a lot more colorful. And it definitely has lots of passengers like you and me. Um, yeah, I can say that. It definitely has passengers like me and Jessica can't sleep. Um, not sure about all the listeners out there, but the two of us for sure are riding the struggle bus. Jessica can't sleep might even be riding the hot mess express. And if she is, you go, girl. You ride that hot mess express. So... I'd like to tell you that no, they're not the same vehicle, but chances are if you've ridden one, you'll probably hop on the other at some point. I think with the struggle bus, it's much easier to get off. And with the Hot Mess Express, it's more of a one-way ticket, three-hour tour kind of situation. Like there might be a stop. There might be bathrooms on board. You're not sure. You kind of just have to go with what's going on. Struggle bus, you can struggle onto it, but you can also struggle off of it. So um, the next time you're riding the struggle bus, just remember and be thankful that you are in fact on the struggle bus and not the Hot Mess Express. If you are currently riding the Hot Mess Express, we wish you well. Hashtag questions colon asking for a friend is a production of Slanix Media, my company, because Apple forced me to put a name in when creating the show. It is hosted by me, Trey Kaufman, and by the guy who sits across from me because he would never admit that he's actually my friend, Brandon. The show is edited by me, Trey Kaufman, and the musical parodies you have heard this season were written by Brandon. If you wish to send us a cease and desist letter, please direct all inquiries to him. Our Twitter account at Mick Question Face is primarily managed by me, Trey Kaufman. However, Brandon 
will drop in on occasion to sharpen his wits. You may direct all complaints to our iTunes podcast page. In order for us to see them, they must be accompanied with a five-star review. Finally, we'd like to thank our fellow podcasters who made this entire episode possible. From the bottoms of our hearts, give it up for the Blunt Mommy podcast, Boobies and Newbies, the dudes at TWS, the fellows at Dudes with Brews, and of course, our podcast crush, Amanda at Lady Bitch Time. From all of us here at Hashtag Questions, thank you for listening, and we'll see you again in Season 3. Season 3.